BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code WELCOME to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code WELCOME at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code WELCOME. Ready to unwrap a surprise from Consumer Cellular? Experience the gift of freedom with no contract, no hidden fees, and always free activation. Here comes the holiday surprise. From now till December 31st, new customers can enjoy their second month for free. To get this holiday offer, visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM and use promo code PODCAST. Act before December 31st to get your second month on us. Use promo code PODCAST. Hey, Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. As always, I'm one half of your host, Mr. Maurice Williams, aka Reese. Joined as always by my brother Mike Bibbins, aka Bibbs. At Bibbs Corner on Twitter. I am at MUPR25 on Twitter. My followers is it's getting up a bit, you know, in the 600s. I'm starting to get a little bit more interaction, you know. Uh, so we'll see how it grows from here. But uh, I feel like it's been a long week. It feels like so long ago since we did the Mavs Outsiders play GM, to be honest. Uh, we going to get into that. But how you feeling? How was your week? I feel pretty good, man. Uh, it's an interesting week. It's an interesting week for your boy. Uh, I had three presentations last week. <clears throat> One of them was my own content. Mm-hmm. So I had to read somebody else's presentation. Definitely got tripped up on some stuff, but it's all good. Um, and then tomorrow, I actually, I need to go to bed at a decent hour tonight because I got to go to Charlotte in the morning for a uh, uh, quarterly meeting we do with people from the state associations of 16 different states. So that should be fun. How long is a drive? How long of a drive is that for you? It's like an hour, 15, hour and a half, depending on traffic. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, yeah, it's not bad. It's just you. I'm used to rolling out of my bed and just sitting at my, my computer, and I gotta go to Charlotte in the morning and put clothes on and shit like that. So, uh, seen any movies this week? I went and saw Spider Verse again. Yeah, I did see that. I did, see I that. did get to see the first five minutes this time, which felt was like this movie. Was this the updated audio? I could. So there was like a couple points where I couldn't hear as well, but it I felt like it would happen more often the first time around. So I, it must be the updated. I think what people were complaining about the most, I didn't have any issue with it. I was able to understand everything that was being said. I don't think it would have been, I don't think you would have been affected by it because you missed the, the beginning, but that's what people were complaining about the right. most was the beginning. 
of the movie. So uh, I don't know. Personally, I didn't have any issues with it, but clearly there was an issue if they decided to put out an updated version. But catching the beginning of that, did that change the movie for you at all? Make it better? Yeah, it did. Because it um, it's that first five minutes or so is like Gwen's backstory. Which yeah. I don't I didn't know much about her. I was like, so I spent a good bit of time like wondering, like, did I forget something from the first movie when they're like talking about her, what her dad is trying to do? Um, <clears throat> and the, like pretty much the entire conflict between her and her dad, I was like, did I do I not remember something from the first movie? But it was all that <laughs> those first five minutes that, where they explain it. I think it's cool. How have you seen the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man films with Tobey Maguire? Not in a long time. And okay. I think I only saw the first one. I think it's cool how the dyna- dynamic kind of between her and her father is basically the dynamic between Peter and Harry and uh, the original films because Harry wanted Spider-Man caught because Spider-Man killed his father. Mm-hmm. Really an accident. Peter is Spider-Man. He can't tell his best friend that he's Spider-Man. Right. When can't tell her father that she's Spider-Woman. It's, it, I didn't, but... In the first one, I don't think they went in depth in that story. I think we learned it in this one. Like she says that her Peter died in the first one, I think, but I think this is how we learned. Yeah. I game. didn't know, like, I don't know Spider Gwen comics, so I wasn't familiar with uh with that story, but exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely cool to to get that that backstory. Um man, I gotta say it was somehow more emotional the second mm-hmm. time around. Uh, maybe because like the movie in general or her story just everything like i felt like all the all the like i knew i felt the some of the emotional stuff the first time around but for some reason the second time around i don't know because i started anticipating certain moments yeah but i was it was felt like it hit harder the second time around i was like dang i think that like the scene when obviously spoilers for across the spider oh, have you, you seen do you want to do seen, are we doing a review i really don't care to be honest okay, that's fine do you want to do it? It's it's I probably we probably shouldn't. We probably shouldn't. As far as me me getting to bed at a decent. I'm about to say you said that's why I asked because you said you gotta be yeah, we pro- probably should not today. I feel like I wanted I feel like I we should do it or I should do it or something. I think I feel like it's worth doing, but, but today's probably not the day if I'm being a yeah. responsible adult out here, which I'm trying to be. I feel like that's such a big movie that if we still get it done early this week, you'll still get like yeah, 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 yeah. It's big enough, and people <clears throat> the old reviews all the time. Um, Have you seen the latest Midnight Boys part where they were talking about when the spoiler thing should be lifted? Like, as like when people should be allowed to talk freely. Yeah, I I don't think I did. I don't remember them talking about that. They it was the last episode they did the um some type of draft or something time travel draft. Okay, I did not listen to that one yet. And um. They said uh they was like for movies a weekend. <laughs> like what? I was like, bro, everybody can't get out that weekend. Like <laughs> they said for TV shows, 24 hours. So I was like, damn. Right? They, they not they, they not holding back. You gotta give people at least a week. Dang. It was I ain't giving nobody a week with a TV show, bro. I mean with the with the with the movie, because like TV show you get like two, three days. Yeah, give them at least two weekends with the with the movie. With the show, yeah, three to three to five days feels like it should be safe. Two to three days. I'm not giving nobody five days. What if they save the whole season to binge it at once? That's their fault. <laughs> nobody told them to do. If a show comes out weekly and you take it upon yourself to wait <laughs> till the season is over to binge, whatever spoilers you get is what you get. Okay. 
the TV show is if the TV show goes all out at once, that's different. That means they want you to watch it that way. If it's weekly, you're doing the shit on your own. That's a conscious decision. I can't stand those people. Like when you when the show drops at midnight on the day of, and you know you you go to work and all that, and you be at work and you see a spoiler for somebody that don't work or that that is home at that time of day. It's like, come on, man, you didn't even give me a chance. Like you was this press, right? You didn't even give me a chance to to get through a day to watch it. With movies, I say a week, maybe two. After a week, like after some point, it's like, bro, you know, you just gotta stay on social media. Like, yeah, a week and a half, like th- that. So it comes out on a Friday. Give them the full week. I would say give them that full second weekend and the Monday of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's fair game, which would technically be tomorrow, right? <laughs> as far as the spoilers, so I guess we. Yeah, technically it will be tomorrow. Should it, do you want to? There's one thing I want to address. What's up? Uh, I definitely want to address it. If we're not going to do the review right now and then who knows when we're going to do it, I want to talk about this. This is something the Midnight Boys brought up. Um, I'm going to say skip ahead one minute. Okay. I'm giving you some time to dry your hands. Give you some time to... to what y'all was doing drying your hands? <laughs> give you some time to, to turn the corner in the car, whatever you're doing. So you can pause the podcast and not get this spoiled. I'm going to set a timer. And when I come back, I'm going to let y'all know that the time, the time has passed. Um, if it gets to the minute point, and I'm, I'm going to tell you to refresh another minute. All right. So let me hit this timer. As the minute starts now. <clears throat> so during the Midnight Boys review, I assume you listened to it. I have. They mentioned the, the, the spoiler thing at the end. The big, the big reveal of where he's at. Yeah, and he sees himself, and they were mad about the braids. I, it's not that serious. <laughs> I, I was mad about that conversation. <laughs> I felt like they were joking though, so I didn't get mad. I don't know. It felt serious. <laughs> was Anytime Charles brings up some shit, I, I, I know he's not serious. Like <laughs> I just can't. I ever tell you about the time I was listening to Midnight Boys in the car? And Charles made a point about Guardians of the Galaxy, and my girl said, "Okay, Mr. White Man." I said, "He's black." Yes, it's so hard. Like when you, because I, I assumed he was white initially too, and so it's still hard for me to wrap my head around it. And I like, said, "You ain't hear him just say nigga a few minutes ago, a few seconds ago." Like, he the dude on Double Toasted, like um, which one? Not Corey, but the the friend Martin. Martin, I have a hard time hearing him as a black man. Martin, Martin is like when you see Martin, you like, oh yeah, he an old school black dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I still have a hard time with that one. And then Corey doesn't look like his voice. So, he doesn't. So that, that part of it is always weird for me when I see his face. It's like, I, it's not the face I expected. It's weird. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, I'm trying to be. I'm not going to go back because we are past the minute. Um, but yeah, I was mad today. They tried to act like that was a, a thing. It, it, I, I didn't get mad about it because I felt like they was joking. But okay. if they were serious about yeah. it, it's not that deep. It's really not. It's just a way to differentiate. Literally. Like, um, it's not that bad. I was trying to think. What was I listening to? Oh, damn. Do I need to do another spoiler? Yeah, I do. All right. 30 seconds. <laughs> Three. Just another minute. Okay, another minute. I'm going to hit the timer. <laughs> um, the second time around, when they show the spider being pulled from the universe i saw that universe is miles in the background 
like it was in his classroom or something like that whenever they pulled the spider from his universe like when they show the spider being sucked out of one universe you could the, there's a kid in the background sitting at a desk with the cornrows with the two braids going back never paid attention to that i saw it the second time around i was like oh snap I also thought it was interesting that Miguel was saying it's all Miles' fault when it wasn't Miles who brought the spider to his universe. Right. Like, he was the victim here. <laughs> Literally. Like, he didn't say, oh, I'm going to bring this spider to this universe and see what happened. Like, he didn't do that. He just happened to get bit by it. I right. If anything, also, Spot's fault, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Also, 55 seconds. How? Add another 30 on y'all uh <laughs> how how is that not a canon event that disrupts the universe that's what i was saying Maybe because the other spider-man died right so it his his it seems like his timeline reset itself like right it cleaned itself up by getting rid of the other spider-man and yeah. making him the the one okay that um, makes sense and everybody else was fine after that and okay. now he has to go through the <clears> things blah 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 Okay. All right. But uh, I do I do appreciate, and this is not a spoiler, so I'm gonna just say it. I do appreciate the the layers to the conversation around this movie. I appreciate it too. Um and it's so it's one of those things where it's like having a conversation about how people treat these properties in an indirect way. Like if you if you can you, you don't have to understand what they're doing to un, to to appreciate it, to enjoy the movie. But if you do, it takes it to another level. Um, I'm ready for Beyond the Spider Verse, man. Uh, you expected to be delayed? Yes, I was. That's what I was about to get into. I expected to be delayed. The fact that Haley Steinfeld says she has recorded no lines for this movie and it comes out in March either I'm, means Gwen isn't in it a lot, or it's going to get delayed. And I can't see Gwen not being in it a lot. I feel like. I feel like that's the e- easiest part of the process. Is it? I think so. I mean, maybe that's animation is the hard part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could record lines in December and probably have shit ready by March. I mean, we like, when did they record these lines? Because they came out with a bad mix. So. I don't know. <laughs> oh. um, on the other hand, you got Fast X, who came out this year, ended on a cliffhanger, and their part two doesn't come out till 2025. Yeah, good luck with that. Like, who y'all think y'all are? <laughs> Even the Avengers didn't put two years between. Thank God Endgame wasn't scheduled to come out in 2020 because I'd have been pissed if the pandemic. <laughs> but 2025 for a Fast X after it ended on a cliffhanger, y'all think people about to care that long between y'all movie? Like me, I love the franchise, so I'm going to watch it anyway. But that's not... It's not everybody gonna be like, oh damn, that's right. That that movie did end on a cliffhanger. Was it a bad, like crazy cliffhanger to where like y'all need answers? Yes. Nothing was resolved. <laughs> I'm gonna say it right now because I know you're not gonna watch the movie. I um, mean, you spoiling it, you spoiling this one too. Yeah, spoiler warning if you actually care about Fast X. I don't know why you would. Um, <laughs> Jason Momoa is the villain in the film. Throughout the film, his line is never allow death when suffering is old so throughout the movie he's like no i'm not going to let you get off easy by killing you i want you to suffer i want you to lose people i want you to lose faith i want you to i want to break up your family all of this 
Mm. He gets to the end. It's Vin Diesel and his son. He rescues his son. And Jason Momoa is like, now it's time to kill you type of thing. Like Vin Diesel is riding his Dodge down a dam while it's explode while something, some shit, some tankers are, excuse me, exploding. So he's sitting there with his son at the bottom of the dam and probably thinking, all right, we beat him. Jason Momoa's like, no, I got a plan G because this nigga got a because I got a plan for everything. <laughs> he got a plan for everything. So bombs are set up around the dam that are surrounding Vin Diesel and his son. Jason Momoa is about to press the button. We see Vin Diesel and his son. And the screen goes black. Then we cut to the submarine scene I was telling you about, where someone who's supposed to be dead still alive and that's the end of the movie two years two years <clears throat> yeah they smoking something high quality high quality bro and somebody tried to say well the rock movie is gonna come out in between i don't give a shit the rock's ego is crazy bro like everybody loved the rock like a year ago what happened man like I think all that Black stuff Adam. came out about Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam. Like, first of all, the movie sucked. You've been trying to get this movie made forever. You messed up a great opportunity to have Shazam against Black Adam only because, one, you don't want to lose, and two, you want to fight Superman. It's like he's trying so hard to build his own franchise that now he has a Hobbs movie coming out in the Fast and the Furious franchise when he said, I'm not coming back to Fast and the Furious. Oh, but you'll come back. You get your own movie since your last movie flopped, and you're not going to the DCEU because James Gunn took over and knew that Black Adam shit was garbage. He's keeping Shazam though, which I found interesting. Is he? As far as I know, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Why do I think that? I feel like I. I feel like there's something. I, well, it's going to be tough now. Um, between Zachary Levi being a weirdo and uh, the buddy, the kid beating on women. Um, I'm sorry, what? Our, the, our boy. The kid? the kid? Not the main kid that plays Shazam, but the best friend. The the kid with oh, the, it? the kid from the, yeah. What he do? He be beating on women, dog. So when? What? When did this happen? Why can't motherfuckers keep their hands to themselves? Like, dog, you like 17. Why you beating on women, dog? You like 23, bro. All right, but I mean, he's <laughs> been doing it for a couple of years, apparently. Like, what? I got to look this up when we're done with this. Jack I, I Laser. Remember, I gave him the award for best young actor. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, God. You could do Shazam without him, bro. Like, but he, he was pretty much the main character of the last movie. And that movie was not as good as the first one. So, but like, I don't understand like how you that young and beating on women. That's really crazy to me. There's really plenty crazy. other siblings, bro. We don't need him. He's nineteen. He's nineteen. I thought he was older than that. He's nineteen. He's 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 young. Nineteen beating on bro. What's wrong with you? I was like, I was, I was, I forget what I was. I was just reading comments, and then all of a sudden, Jack Dylan Grazer is an abuser. I was like, huh? And I started chasing it down. I was like, oh, my God. Like, his pictures, evidence, and videos. Like, oh, man. Also, did you see the Asher Angel, the ones that plays young Shazam, was liking tweets, criticizing Zachary Levi's performance? Okay. 
I did not see that. I agree with him because right. I feel like Asher Angel plays it like a wreck. He's not like a big, like, whoa, crazy. What the hell, dude? And Zachary Levi comes in and he's not the same person at all. Somebody mentioned that and Asher Angel liked the tweet. I'm just like. The first time it was cool because it was like all new and fresh, but he's supposed to be doing yeah. it for a little while now. Like now I'm just like, to be honest, it wasn't cool before, but it was new. I liked the movie enough. Right. I'm like, I need to pay attention to it. The second time I'm like, all right, bro, he's still doing this. Like, yeah, it shouldn't. At some point, you're supposed to get used to having these powers. Like, let's relax. Not even used to having like, it's not even when he doesn't have the powers. He just acts. Asher Angel doesn't act like a typical kid as Billy Bats. That's true, because he's been through some stuff. Like, yeah. He, He's been through some stuff. Like, I get being excited. Like, whoa, I can. Zachary Levi acts like Jack Dylan Gray's character. That's all. That is, that is, that is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I just. Okay. okay. Yeah, that makes, I, I hear you. Yeah, he definitely, like, in the first movie, it wasn't as bad, but it was horrible this next, this last movie. It, it was bad. It was horrible. So bad. <clears throat> we not off of The Rock, though. This motherfucker trying so hard to get his own franchise and failing that his fucking TV show got canceled. Jumanji was straight. What he did right? He he was cool with Jumanji. I don't know why he got the. That's not his. Oh, you mean like he wants to actually? That's own... an ensemble cast. He wants to actually. Okay. Yeah. He wants to carry something. Jumanji is good. I I, I think they still plan on doing the third one. The last one ended on a cliffhanger, basically. I don't. I haven't heard anything about that. I haven't heard anything about it either. And the second one came out a while ago. Um. What's her name? Karen Gillen. I think I, I think uh, I'll, I'll, I think she's going to be on my list of people I'm checking for. OK, I mean, she's like just her work as Nebula alone. Yeah. Yeah. The way she's grown in that role and made me appreciate that character. I think she, what was the movie she had on Netflix? Gunpowder Milkshake. Wasn't bad. I wasn't mad at it. I think she she uh, she she can carry. I don't know about Carrie Carrie, but she uh she's she should have her profile should be being raised i would say yeah. that's that's how i'll put it um i saw one movie this week saturday i went with my brother to watch transformers rise of the beast um i'm a mild transformers fan jerron is probably jerron and dalton richardson on twitter are the biggest transformers fans okay is that the one to ask for the review no 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 Okay, remember you, I, you know who Dalton Richardson is. I know who Dalton is. I just couldn't remember who asked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are the biggest Transformers fans I know. I'm a mild Transformers fan. Um, I have my opinions on the movies. Conversation for another day. Um, but I was excited about this one because me and my brother, we used to grow up watching Beast Wars in the okay. 90s. And I'm like, Cheetor is my favorite Transformer all time. Cheetor is in the movie. Okay. Optimus Prime was in, I'm going to see it. And it was fun. It was a fun time. I gave it a seven out of 10. Um, the human characters were good, which obviously Dominique Fishback, I love Dominique Fishback, bro. Like, love Dominique Fishback. She was good in this. Anthony Ramos was good in this. Okay. Um, yeah, all the human characters were good. They, they actually like had some depth to them. Uh, the Transformers, Pete Davidson was fantastic. That's Mirage. He's been good in almost everything I've seen him in. And it's like, bro, I wasn't I wasn't expecting this. Um the ending threw me for a loop. 
Okay. I feel like you have no plans to stay in this movie, so I'm gonna just I'm 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 gonna put it out there. I mean, we're doing a lot of spoiler. People probably pissed right now. The- I don't give a shit. So skip um <coughs> skip 30 seconds. It's not gonna take long. Skip yeah, 30 seconds. Or... So it's the end of the movie. They they won the battle, and Anthony Ramos's character is still looking for a job, and he's got a job interview with this security company. The okay. guy's interviewing him and he Catches Anthony Ramos up like, yeah, you and your friends, you were down in Peru, the big robots and all of that. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, uh, you know, we've been keeping an eye on you. You know, we're a secret military operation and we can use a guy like you, you and your friends. So I lean over to my bro. I'm like, I make a joke. And I'm like, well, he supposed to be G.I. Joe. He opens up a wall and it's a secret military base. And Anthony Ramos's character looks down at the card he gave him. Says G.I. Joe. Was it the guy from the movie? No, it was just a regular guy. So it wasn't connected to the previous. No, it wasn't connected snake to the eyes. previous films at all. No. The Snake Eyes movie, nothing. Like I didn't that. see that, but I don't think the guy was connected to it at all. Now you're gonna make me check because I. It was I, just a regular guy. I've never seen this actor before. Uh, that could be a lot. All right, I might leave it alone. Apparently, oh, I according to Jerron, there were rumors of it recently, but I heard nothing about it. It was genuinely a joke. Like, <laughs> obviously, I know they're both owned by Hasbro, but I didn't think they were actually going to do this. And I'm not going to lie. Kind of excited to see where this goes. Oh, my boy from um, Ted Lasso was in this. Colin Domingo was Unicorn. Unicron. Unicron, my bad. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the mis- misgendered boy. Doesn't. Yeah. Unicron, Unicron doesn't have a whole lot of lines in the movie, though. Liza Koshi, Michelle Yo. Okay. Nice little casty cast right here. A casty cast? Casty cast, yeah. All right. I'm going to stop reading it because there ain't no way I'm going to be able to determine who this person is that you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't hate Snake Eyes. So I expected more movies to come out of that. We'll see. Um, I don't even know if it's going to be connected to that in any way. But. There's one other movie I watched. What's that? Flaming Hot. That fucking Disney Plus. Hot, the Hot Cheetos movie. Ain't that on Disney Plus? Disney Plus or Hulu. <clears throat> um, Eva Longoria's directorial debut. Shit look like the Hispanic Air. Something like that. It was yeah. more, it was more fun. Um, they had like moments of narration where they did the the Ant Man thing, the Michael Pena thing. Yeah, the Michael Pena Ant Man thing. Um, where it was like he was describing how the executives were talking about the certain stuff, and he would do like the voiceover at voiceover. first, and then he was like, "All right, you know these dudes didn't talk like that. This is how it really went down." Like he did that a couple times. Um, it it had a nice little emotional arc to it had a nice little emotional arc too i know a lot of people are mad it's not like a 100 accurate true story um but it was a it was a good story and i think a lot of people were, were pleased with the portrayal of the chicano movement and like there's mexican gangsters in it but they they have depth to them it's not like the stereotypical portrayals and stuff like one of the guys is like the leader of the gang and he gets a job at frito-lay and he still like stays stays up with the gang or whatever. He still has say, 
but like they keep him away from all the drama because he he's trying to take care of his mom. His mom is sick and stuff like that. So like they 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 uh they would do a pretty good job of portraying people. The, the State Farm guy or the um all state guy, the good hands, he he has a nice little role in the movie. I I enjoyed it. Um, and then the little boy from uh, I think it's uh, Los Inky's Boys or something like that. They, the little kid who's doing the videos with his dad from the Inky Boys, uh, Bryce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the movie. He shout out to him, man. Yeah, his birthday was yesterday. His birthday was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So right. the page posted his mom on the Inky Boys page posted this nice uh, video that his dad made for him that he never seen. It's really nice. Oh man, yeah. So it was cool seeing them. Um, I ain't gonna sit here and pretend it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But it was it was fine. It did the job. And Gotta know what they expect. Does have like a little bit of an emotional like ending or whatever. I may check it out just because. Yeah, if it's, it's one of the movie you could throw on, it's like an hour and a half. It's not long. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, yeah. Also, before we move to the mass talk, I just want Hollywood to be released from the shackles of feeling like all these blockbusters have to be two hours. Granted. This is the biggest compliment I can give to this Transformers movie. Okay. I didn't feel the two-hour length. And considering I felt it with every other Transformers movie, I give this one credit. But it did not need to be two hours. There's been so many three-hour movies that two-hour movies feel like a relief. I don't go see no fucking three-hour movies. Especially, I think after I saw that that Bo was afraid, Bo was afraid. <laughs> like, I, I I immediately remove Ari Aster from my list. I, I, <laughs> I don't need to see any more. Motherfucker said, "Yeah, them last two movies was bangers, but this one's so ass." <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good on Ari Aster. I'll wait for the reviews to come out. Like, Damn, that's crazy. I'm on this no more, buddy. One stinker just ruined, bro, whole shit. Like, I told you, like, it was me and one other person in that theater. I sit all the way in the back. They sat about halfway down. And I wanted to leave very early into that movie. This person did leave about halfway through the movie. And I couldn't blame him, but I had to stick it through. I had to do it for art or whatever. For art. Fuck the art, man. <laughs> I had to see how he ended it, and it just got worse. Uh, anyway, I don't want to go back down that. Bro. All right, we should get into the Mavs talk since this is a Mavs podcast. We've been doing the, the movie shit for like 30 minutes. It's damn near turned into the movie out, the, the film outsiders and shit. Um, so last week, the whole film outsiders, a rig to it. We got to make the name work though. What the fuck is outside about us? I don't say they we got no sources. We get, I mean, I do get some screeners, but like usually not big movies. We'll put it on the back burner. I don't, I'm not really subscribed to any black movie reviewers on YouTube. I don't know that many. Oh, love double toasted. Oh, yeah, never mind. Um, damn, they one of the most respected in the yeah, never mind. I mean, they, um, but they're older generation, like, yeah, they've been around for a while. So, I mean, somebody got to be the next. I mean, technically, you like. <laughs> Don't want to have a son this age. <laughs> oh, so oh shit! All right, I think you older than Chris Herman. I'm four years older than you. Relax. I thought you was 36. I'm 34, my boy. 34. Okay. Because Jerron had asked me, he was like, "How old is Biz?" I think I said, "I think Biz between 34 and 36." He said, "You sound younger." So, 
I mean, I'm trying to hold on to the youth as long as possible. I understand. Um, <laughs> How do you do, fellow children? <laughs> <laughs> If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. Now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. The Mavs talk, man, the Mavs talk. So last week we did the highly anticipated Mavs Outsiders Play GM. It was split into two episodes. Um, You never released the full thing, right? No, I didn't. I, I was meant, I meant to ask you if you wanted to do it because no, it really don't matter. I just got away from me. I yeah. edited a lot, so you would have had to. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Um, I think we, we got a lot of responses from Twitter. Uh, we accepted all responses, whether it was good feedback, uh, negative feedback from our teams. Uh, I know I got. Some, I knew I was going to get some negative feedback from the team. I mean, you um, signed Dwight. Bow on purpose. So, <laughs> look, I knew, I knew how that was going to go. Okay. I can't believe nobody said anything about him trading Josh Green for Buddy fucking Hill. No, they did. They did in my personal comments. Okay. Like okay. people, some people reacted because I, I think I said it during the episode to react like right now. And like some people reacted. And then, oh, they also reacted to trading the 10th pick uh, when I did. And then, that was the Clint Capella trade, right? No, it was Keldon Johnson initially. Oh, yeah, Keldon Johnson. One dude was, like, pissed that I traded for Keldon Johnson. And then he relaxed a little bit when I turned it into Mark Williams and some more picks. I don't know if I would trade. In hindsight, technically, you traded the 10th pick for Caleb Martin. I mean, Cody Martin, Mark Williams, in, like, two seconds, right? Three picks. It was uh, 27, so first-round pick in two seconds. Like, 27, 33 from the Spurs and 34 from the from the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27, 33, and 34. So like a late first and two early seconds. Okay. Um in hindsight, looking back on it, because I've gone back and listened to both episodes. <clears throat> um, do you have anything you wish you would have done differently? Yes. Like what? I, I wish I had gotten clarification on the PJ Washington situation earlier. Yeah. Would have yeah. actually had a power forward ready. I don't like that I had to slide. You want to give people an update on that? I don't know if you if you did or not. I put it in the episode. Okay. Did that I hear that? I don't think I heard that. I like plugged it in near the after that after we went through the whole roster. I plugged okay. it in. Okay. All right. And went into like our <laughs> final talk. But basically I I could have undone some stuff. Like I could have got Maxi back basically. 
if I if I like said, you know, all right, PJ Washington is not coming. I got it down to like Maxi for Bo Bowl and Gary Harris trade. And I was like, I could just undo that trade and just have Maxi be the starting power forward. But I was like, I'm not gonna undo it. I'm gonna do it like I got penalized. Like all the trades were done, and then the commissioner's office like pulled it back at the last second. So I just had to deal with it. And I was like, Mass fans will be pissed, but they would be like, Yeah, this is the front office. Things haven't changed. Front office still sucks. Blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I accepted it because I have a four man competition for the four spot. Um, I probably would have wanted a veteran, like a steady rudder in there i would have intentionally found whether it was free agency or through another trade but um i i would be able to live with that personally that's fair um <clears throat> is that the only thing is there anything else you look back on about the thing something you wish you would have done differently something you wish you would have done that you tried to do or didn't do or didn't think of don't know <laughs> if so the buddy hill trade right It's a weird situation because I got it approved at the last second. Okay. I didn't have a lot of time to think about it. It was just kind of like I'm laying out my plan and then I get the the text or the message like, yeah, I'll do this deal. Um, and so I accepted it and I moved some stuff around. But if I undo that trade, Josh Green's still my starting three to play defense. Um I don't have Andrew Nembhard either. And I do have Tim. And I, th- I think I was still done that trade in hindsight. I considered whether or not I wanted to take it back, but like after I like lay it out fully, I think I still would do the trade. I that's think good. I still would do the trade. I think that's the only thing I, I would have changed done differently, really, is the power four situation. Okay. Um. Looking back on my team, I know a lot of people's reaction to my team were like, you know, these aren't really guys you can contend with, but contending wasn't really my goal. Okay. Uh, my goal was to build like a starting core that can possibly go around Luca and fill out the other spots. I personally feel like I did that. Uh, technically, the team I built will play into a conversation that we'll have after this but i do wish i would have been more aggressive with trading because i like the approach you took as to where i'm guessing you dm people about a player and say hey how can we work a trade with this guy with me i put trades together myself and said all right let me see how they feel about this and we'll negotiate gotcha i feel like i would if i would have took a different approach and just we already had the gms i could have just reached out to them I probably could have came up with some things, but I kind of made it harder on myself uh, with the method that I went. Um, yeah, and there were some people to where I reached out to them and said, you know, what will it take to get this person? And they told me to come up with a proposal. Like, that did happen a few times, but a lot of people would say, like, I need a first, I need Josh Green, I need this, 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 and then I would come back with a proposal after they told me what they were looking for. Uh, or if I felt like I couldn't get them what they needed, I would just move on. Um, at the end, I knew I wanted Tim Hardaway off the team, so I just went around saying, "What? What will you give me for Tim Hardaway?" To like everybody. Um. Yeah, that's the main thing I wish I would have done differently. Um, everything else, I, I mean, obviously Rashawn Holmes and Mo Bamba isn't my ideal center 
thing, but I think the fact that we have a stable of centers, we have someone that can do a bit of everything, Mo Bamba, young, athletic, can stretch the floor a bit, protect the rim a bit. Rashawn Holmes, nice pick and roll guy, decent defender, has a nice little mid-range shot. JaVale McGee, big veteran, protect the rim, rebound, the white pile, can set screens. Um, and, and I guess rim run, I, I don't fucking know what he can do. He's fourth on the goddamn Who rotation. Did you bring back? Who else did you bring back? Max Kleber. No, like no, no, no. I'm sorry. I bought back Justin Holiday and Marquise Morris. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that was my biggest beef with your with your moves. Bringing people back. Bringing back mid. I mean, that's not even mid. To be honest, those guys were roster filler. Why are we going after roster filler? In case, because nine times out of ten, those guys aren't going to play. But in the emergency of an injury those guys can step in and fill a role so you rather have vets in that role rather than young hungry dudes i have young hungry dudes i don't want to have a team full of young hungry dudes okay i can i can respect that got aj aj lawson on the two-way got mckinley right on the two-way uh there is a guy i don't i i didn't finish my draft so i don't know if he got drafted or not okay but he was in my plans if i had gotten a late second round pick in a trade that I would have done. Okay. And he isn't ideal, but Drew Timmy. I don't think he got drafted. Uh, yeah, I don't think he got drafted. I was going to put him on a two-way. Okay. Because his defense is god-awful. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Timmy, never mind. I was thinking Edie in my head. His defense is god-awful. But his offense is damn good. Offense is damn good. His footwork is amazing. Okay. He has nice playmaking skills, skills for a big. Just a project that I would have put on a two-way. But I liked Marquise Morris and Justin Holiday enough to say, y'all aren't going to get minutes every night. Like, y'all aren't going to play a lot of games. But if someone gets injured and we need someone to step in, y'all are there. Like, Justin Holiday is mid, but I like him as a 3 and D, a low-tier 3 and D. Like, I feel like Marquise Morris can provide some versatility to the team as far as possibly playing some center, playing some power forward, stretching the floor, big, strong body. Like the white pile, I just bought him back because let me just keep a fourth center just in case. Like, Oh, that is the one thing I would have done different. I was I signed Andre Drummond to be a dumbass, but in hindsight, I probably would have got another four or five type versus a straight up five. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, I think I should have done that center position differently. There were definitely better options than Rashawn Holmes and Mo Bamba. Um, but everything else I think I did fine. I think Jarris Walker really helped. It changed my plans a lot. Um, I could have done better than Seth Curry in free agency, but I feel like after trading Tim and Reggie, the team let shooting. And Jarris Walker is a capable shooter, but he's not a shooter. It's a guy that can shoot. We needed a shooter. Okay. Jaden Hardy can shoot. Seth Curry is a shooter. And considering the options in the free agency of what we could afford and me not really wanting to trade for anyone else, that was that that was the main option left. And like I said in the episode, that was off the top of my head. Like so uh all in all, I think we're satisfied with our teams. 
Um, we appreciate the feedback, good or bad. Uh, can't wait to do it again next year. Can't wait for the actual draft this year uh, to see what the team does now. Uh, it's only two weeks away, right? Yeah, the 22nd, less than two weeks. Yep. So 11 days. So before you move on, I did want to say something. Um, <clears throat> on Spotify, it yeah. allows you to add questions. <laughs> and I keep meaning to like uh, pull up the responses. Mm-hmm. Because people respond, people have been sending us responses on there, and I just always forget to read them. Uh, but I think we had some on this one. Yeah, we got one. If you want to read it on the on your episode, do you have Spotify? Um, uh, no. Okay, I'll, I'll read it. It's from. Uh, Wait, Matt. I do have Spotify. I do. Do you want to pull it up? Yeah, I'll pull it up. It's a comment on your episode. Okay. Or is there more than one? But I've been going through and publishing them so because other people can see them too. Uh, so I went through and published the ones from like past episodes. So thanks to the people have that have been sending those responses. I think it has like a built-in response. Um, like what did you think of this episode? So yeah, people just reply every time. But sometimes there have been times where I have put actual questions in there. Uh, there oh, it's only one. Okay. Yes, one on your episode. I think he replied. He replied on another episode too. But all right. Uh, the question was, what did you think about this episode? Uh, reply from Mayor Mayor Beer. B-Y-R, yeah. I was going to say bribe, but then I realized why is before. He said, love this. Uh, Reese was more realistic aside from the teachers in the top 10. He said Bims, but he meant Bibs. Yeah. You and your mad sciences <laughs> move like Pinky in the brain. Uh, what did he mean by teachers in the top 10? Maybe teachers in the top 10 oh wait i think he meant reachers i was gonna say maybe i think he meant reachers in the top 10 draft and i agree there was some reaches yeah there was uh, some weird stuff in the draft especially mine Vic didn't even go number one <clears throat> Fucking yeah, that, crazy. Was, that was crazy yeah um yeah man uh that was fun i think the draft simulator was a great addition uh that's most likely going to be a mainstay. Maybe do it. Doesn't even have a draft pick. Yeah, maybe do it by need next time. Yeah, definitely by need next time because that shit was crazy. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, should we move on to the to the main topic? I guess so. So, um, about two days ago, maybe three days ago. Two, three days ago, there was a rumor put out that the Minnesota Timberwolves may be looking for trade destinations, Carl Anthony Towns, within the next few weeks. I went out on a limb and said, I wouldn't mind Mavs trading Carl Anthony Towns. Is that what you said? That's not what I said, but along those lines, that's basically what I meant. Okay. So, I got some replies. Most, as expected, were not very receptive of the idea. Tried to explain myself, but then I was like, ah, I can explain it more in here. Uh, Bibbs got a whiff of it, but Bibbs didn't give his opinion, but he liked the tweet, so I know what his opinion is on it. Um, I, don't even remember, I, I don't even remember liking the tweet. I know what tweets you like, and I'm going to bring it up, too. Okay. Um, 
but I'll, I'll let you go first. Why am I going first? This is your topic. Because I've literally already, I've technically already given my opinion on it. So you go first. And I'm also hosting this episode. So I'm telling you, go first. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all the way out on cat as a Dallas Maverick. I think he falls into the category of big that we've seen already. Um, who doesn't want to set screens and roll to the basket hard and catch lobs. He wants to shoot. He wants to be finesse. He wants to shoot jumpers. And I, I, I don't, I don't think that's the type of big that Luca needs. I think if that's a good player to have, but it can't be the number two um, or the number one big option. I should say. Okay. Can't be the number one big option. The number one big, in my opinion, as which is why I did what I did in the, the, the play GM needs to be a pick and roll guy that doesn't, isn't looking for touches outside of pick and rolls for the most part. Like they can feast on that and be happy and, and also defend the rim, which Cat is not doing. I agree with that. 100%. I just feel like if they really want to go all in and contend, why not? Does he fit the mold that we would want for a big on the Mavericks? Absolutely not. But <clears throat> people keep saying, I don't want our three best players or our two best players to be average to below average defenders. And I keep telling people, look at the team that's in the finals right now. Michael Porter Jr. is a bad defender. Nikola Jokic, not a defender. Jamal Murray, not a defender. But KCP, fantastic defender. Aaron Gordon, fantastic defender. As long as you get the team to buy some defense, cool. Bruce Brown, good defender. They, it, It's possible. It's not easy by any stretch, but it's possible. Now, but some people might be writers that Cat doesn't really buy in on defense like that. And Cat is soft, and I agree 100%. But that tweet that you liked, and I don't remember who said it. But they said, if you want to pay... 50 million for cats uh production you might as well just bring back christian wood I let me tell y'all something huh i thought that was funny yeah if you genuinely believe that you're a fucking idiot if cat soft yes is cat corny yes does he annoy me absolutely but if you don't think cat is talented you're an idiot who said that no 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 I'm not saying, but comparing him to Christian Wood, why not? He's miles better than Christian Wood. Based on what? Talent. Where? On the floor. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, maybe pull up the, the comparison. I, bro, you're not about to pull up no stats for this. Cat is a top five center in the league. Stop playing. Where does Christian Wood rank in the league at centers? Well, I, I don't know because he was on the bench. <laughs> Before he was on the bench, he was on. He was an All Star candidate. When he was the the players voted him top ten. When this year, despite him being on the bench most of the time. Yo, 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 yo. All I'm saying is perception is not always reality. (laughs) There's a huge gap between Christian Wood and Carl Anthony, and that's no disrespect to Christian Wood. I don't know how big that gap is, but there's a big gap. 
I don't know. There's a big gap. I'm questioning how large the gap is. I don't know. Last year, if you replace Carl Anthony Towns with Christian Woods on that Timberwolves team, you think those motherfuckers make the play in? I mean, Carl Anthony Towns didn't play much. I'm not talking about the season that just passed. Oh, the year prior? Before Rudy Gobert. I, I don't know. I'm I'm being an asshole right now. People. I know you are. I could tell by the look on your face. <laughs> but uh, overall, if you look at what the f- okay, I'm looking at the numbers. Okay, it looks like Woods might be a better rebounder. I mean, uh, Towns might be a better rebounder. A uh, little bit better of a facilitator. And he's, I mean, it's, the rest of this stuff is just volume. Yeah, the rest of it is just volume. I'm not looking at numbers to tell me who's better between. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, just if you if you wanted to be lazy about it, I, I call I would call Christian Wood a light version of Carl Anthony Towns. A very light version. Um, a role player version. Like he would be a great backup to Carl Anthony Towns. So there's a big gap. I don't, I don't know how big the gap is. Okay. You said uh, you don't like know Carl how big the gap is. You didn't say the gap ain't big. I don't like Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think you can depend on him in any situation. <laughs> which so, is why he will be the third best player on the team. Which is why I don't want him on my team. Third, Carl Anthony Towns is the third option. Come on, that's that. $50 million? Fuck out of here. We're going to be broke anyway. I would rather be broke for good reasons. And I think there's an avenue where we can get him without trading Josh Green. Which means we still have a That's very good defender on the team. And as long as we can get a fantastic defender at the four, we may have something. I'm tired of finesse bigs. That's that's where I'm at. I understand. I understand. I don't need these pretty these pretty bigs. I'm tired. But if you want to go all in on offense, just go all in. I, I don't want I want an ugly big. I want an ugly big that don't mind getting hit in the face. Never mind. That's Dwight Powell. I, I, no, he handsome and don't mind getting hit in the face. My bad. Uh handsome squidward looking looking boy. Um I, I need a I need a big ugly big that this that's doing the dirty work. I don't I don't want I don't want the 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 the, the jumper to fade away. I don't I don't need that. I don't need fadeaway bigs. I need slam dunk bigs. But you want to make you want to open the court as much as possible for Luke and Kyrie to work, right? Pick and rolls open the court. My pick. I, I just need that hard roller. That's that's what I need in my life. My mind is set on it. Until I have that, I'm not gonna be satisfied. Nico, take note. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I did post that I might be opting out of this last year. Um, I said if Dwight Powell is signed at all, I've I've since dialed it back to if he signs for more than five mil. No, if Theo Pinson is back, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm out. If they bring Theo Pinson, especially if it's the first day, like if this roster, we, we get some bodies in here, you know, we got a big now, we got some depth on the wing and it's down to those last couple roster spots and they throw Theo a little contract track because ain't nobody else trying to sign him. They throw him a little contract track at the end. I might be all right. But anything other than that, if it's, you know, the Mavs are very, Mavs are, uh, if, if Woj tweet, like right before free agency open, uh, Theo Pinson is expected to be retained by the Dallas Mavericks, I'm be a little bit upset. I might, I'm going to opt out. I got to explore my options. That's all I'm saying. The fact that he went on his podcast and said, 
when you see the jerseys we wearing that season, I said, we. <laughs> I said, we. <clears throat> Hit him with the Phil, the Uncle Phil. We. <sighs> we. If he's bought back again, bro, taking up a roster spot. For what? Like, is he too old to be on a two-way contract? He was too old last year. That's why I thought he was gone. And then I was like, all right, maybe they're just giving him the one more year, whatever. After this past year, I don't give a – vibes don't matter when your team sucks. They basically outlawed the Theo Pinson rule. Right. He can't do what he want on the sidelines no more. He has no use to us. As a basketball. But he a vet in the locker room. He ain't Jared Dudley. Right. And if that's what I'm saying, like, you're going to bring some into the bench uh, vibe guys, they at least need to be guys that have done it and fell off. Like, he never I'd had – I'd rather have your Donis Haslam. Yeah, I would rather have somebody I know could play at some point in time and then felt like now they're old and they can't do what they used to do, but they can at least tell you the stories about back in the day. Like, what, what is Theo Pinson doing? Like, making people laugh in the locker room? Donis Haslam was on – Three championship teams. Hire him as a, a team comedian. Then he don't need Andre to... Iguodala was on three championship teams. Those type Four, of guys, actually, those type of guys deserve those in the bench roles. Theo Pinson was never had enough. <clears throat> He's still supposed to be grinding right now. He not he. I can't tell he grinded. That's that's all. No. get him out of here. He grinding he... on the podcast front. Let me not take that from. Good for you, brother. But on the hooping front, I don't see. I don't see the hunger no more. Please get him the fuck out of town. Free up the roster spot. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I'm. I'm what would you rather see as the mass starting center, Dwight Powell or Cat? Dwight fucking Powell. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get out of here, bro. No way. No way. No way. No way. So I'm gonna get the same thing on defense, and then I'm gonna have less less frustrations on offense. We. Never mind. I'm tired of the finesse bit. Dwight Powell can't even play in the playoffs. If they're both on the roster. Then no, one or the other. If I not both on the roster, if it's I got to choose. If you got to choose between going into the season as as the White is your starting center or trading for Cat, which one you want? I will be an Orlando Magic fan. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker, we calling Jamal Mosley. Answer the question. I'm not going to cheer for that team. (laughs) You ain't got to cheer for the team. Who would you? Answer the question. Be my business. Answer the question. It's like, would I rather be with uh, Candace Owens or Stacey Dash? Neither one. What you mean? Man, if we talking prime Stacey Dash. <laughs> you can see past the politics. See past the politics, man. Prime Stacey Dash was different. That was my one. That was my 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 first Hollywood crush right there. So I, I'm aware. You still ain't answered the question. Obviously, it would be better to have Carl Anthony Towns. Thank you. On your team than all I needed to hear. All I needed to hear. Probably doesn't belong in the NBA. That's fucked up. I wouldn't go that far. He on. He's on. He on Mason. Hold up. I was about to say he on. Um, was it Mason Plumley? Is that the one in Miami? Or Cody Zeller? Cody Zeller. Is it Cody Zeller? Yeah. He on Cody Zeller level, and Cody Zeller cooked him. I was gonna say he was on Cody Zeller level, but Cody Zeller cooked him. So yeah. maybe maybe he's worse than Cody Zeller, which yeah, tells you all you need. You're right. You're right. That's a good point. Touche. Yes, he's capable of having good games, but it's not like he was out there putting people in the spin cycle on the block. Like he's getting 
putbacks and and post feeds from Luca. Like it's not like he's not going out there and doing anything actively and changing anything. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Cat, but we've seen what Cat is capable of. Like I've seen, I it. think it's I think it's insane to feel like he would bring nothing to this team. He's not bringing nothing. I'm trying to see. How old is Cat? Probably like 26, 27. I'm about to confirm real quick. I try not to be hard on people to a certain age. He's 27. He's, he's not even in his prime yet. He's in his prime. I will say his prime 29, 30. 27, 27 to 32 is what I consider the prime years. Okay. No, that's fair. So he's right in the beginning of his prime. In the beginning of his prime. Maybe I should not be as hard on him as I am for this past season, considering his. All I'm saying is, like, like you, I'm sorry, you just said this past season. I was about to go into that. Yeah. That's a terrible fit. And he's probably not even, I'm not even just putting it on Rudy. It's for both of them. Because when Rudy was injured and Cat was starting alone, you saw how great Cat was playing. When Cat was out and Rudy was alone, you saw how great Rudy was playing. Yeah. The in the fact the sad part is like in the beginning of the season, Cat was the main one working to make Rudy work. Like he was putting in the effort, he was making the extra passes, stuff like like sacrificing all that good stuff. Like he was putting in the work to make Rudy work. It just on the defensive end, he was having he was being stretched too thin. Like he was yeah. having to be on the perimeter, chasing people, and it just was not working. Playing Cat at the four in twenty twenty three is insane. Yeah, <laughs> insane. It's tough. It's tough. Um, I get the idea, but they need to, if they're going to continue, they would need to stagger their minutes a lot more versus having them on the court together. I don't see them continuing. Which defeats the purpose. I believe the cat room is 100%. Yeah, I I do as well. Um, I think Gobert and Ant can be a good combo Mm -hmm. with the right pieces around them. And you can have a cat, you can have a Christian Wood, for example, there to where like with cat you have to play him 35 whatever minutes if you put christian wood in there you can get away with 20 to 25 sometimes sign and trade that that was where my mind initially went but i'm hardaway jr christian wood really don't want to do it jay and hardy that would probably be the trade Somewhere along those lines, I don't know if they would need. Actually, we might have to throw Bertons in there for the for the rest of the cap. Depends on how much they're paying Wood, because Tim is seventeen by himself. So if they're giving Wood, Wood ain't getting that much. Getting twenty. For Wood, that would be enough. Yeah, he's not getting twenty. I mean, he's going to be fifteen or so. I was about to say, I'll give him fifteen. He's not getting. Maybe 20. they do twenty first year and like ten the second year, or something like that. I could, I could see him getting 15, 15 and, tw- and 17, then add Berton 17. I think that's enough. We may not even need to give, like, I don't think Cat's value is that high as it, as it would have been two years ago. We may not need to give Jaden Hardy, but I think we may have to. Yeah, he's already his his contract is so low and it's not, like, going to fuck up the Cap situation or the trade. We'll see. I'm, like I said, I'm not. I, I, I'm more vocally upset about it than I would realistically be. I just don't. I have a vision in my head, and you know, it, this happens to me where I get fixated on something, and the idea of going against it. If I speak against it, I feel like I'm speaking it into existence, and I don't want to do that. 
y'all might not like this, but I'm not opposed to giving up the 10th pick for Cat. If I was going to say they might ask for the pick in that scenario, even though it's saying 61 million. If it means we have to give up, if it means we have to give up less and people on the team already, like if giving up the 10th pick means Josh Green and Jayton already won't be involved, I'm for it 100%. Okay. But if we got to give up one of them, you're not getting the 10th pick. Right. So you're saying you only get one of the three? You only get one of the three. I don't think I'm okay with that just because his contract is so absurd. Yeah. Like, we already got to give up a lot to meet the cap. Like, got to give up. And that's considering Christian Wood is cool with a sign of trade. His like, contract he, is 36 mil. Who, cap? Yeah, it's yeah. not. And Tim is already getting you 17. So we may, it may just be Tim would you would need something to pick you might not even need anything you may not even need the 10th pick tim and wood might get it done yeah if wood is making like 15 that's going to be pretty close to it being yeah Yeah. that 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 might really just get it get get it done because like i said his value isn't that high if we just trading tim hardaway we're we're technically trading tim hardaway for carl anthony towns because christian wood was never coming back right now, if we got to trade like a future first, a future like that, a ten pick in like twenty twenty seven first, unprotected. I'm not trading both. What you mean, Tim Christian Wood tenth pick in twenty twenty seven pick? I don't think we have to trade both. I think we just have to trade a future pick. We'll see. I don't know what the market looks like. That's true. That's true. Um, I can see the Nets getting involved. Um, really? Well, Claxton, you think so? To pair him with Claxton? I wouldn't do that. That's not much different than gotcha. the Rudy thing. I think it's different. I think Claxton is more athletic, but I mean, yeah, but I just don't want Carl playing power forward. And McCall Bridges. So what about New York? For Randall? Yeah. I mean, that's close to the same situation, too. I, he would start at center, though. I wouldn't start Mitch Robinson. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I can see it. Um, <clears throat> trying to think of some other teams. Uh, maybe Charlotte gets involved somehow. But I don't know what they will give up. P.J. Washington signing trade? Yeah, maybe a P.J. Washington, Kelly Oubre. Or Miles Bridges? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about dude. Um, yeah. Uh, that's that, that's interesting. I don't I, Honestly, I don't think the Mavs will be involved at all. I was just giving my opinion. Would I be surprised? No, because it's Mark Cuban. But I don't think the Mavs will be involved. But as a basketball fan, I am interested to see how this uh how this cat thing plays out because that's a big name and and for a big name to be moved within the next few weeks right around draft time i think is uh i think it's very interesting um unless you have something that's really all i had folks no i i don't uh think i do i think 
think I'm good. I was trying to see if I could find another team that would make sense, but I, I can't think of. I can't think of any. Um, the, the Lakers, but who? I mean, Rui Hachimura signed a trade. Hat and AD. Oh, damn. I, f- I don't know why I forgot about AD. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just look up the list of NBA teams and see, like, oh, yeah, them. Hawks. Mm. Nah, I think if they move off of Clint Capella, it's to open up for Yaka Congo. Mm. Um, no. What about the team just came to my mind? Where are they? Portland. Who did they say they were after? No, Portland would make sense. Um, that's a lot of offense. It's a lot of offense. I think Nurkic yeah. is a free agent too, ain't he? I think so. Bucks? Uh, no, no, they would. The pieces wouldn't make sense. Maybe Orlando. Uh with Paolo. Yeah. I don't think so. Ugly defensively. Yeah. I mean, they still got Wendell, too. Got Toronto. Phoenix. What, like a swap? Yeah. DeAndre Ayton and Rico Bear. Play a 3 2. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. That's the same situation. Well, I think New York Spur, no. They about to draft the set of the future. They good. OKC, no. New York, Charlotte. I'm out. He's just not an easy player to work around. Yeah, that's that's why I don't like those types of bigs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like those type of bigs. It's tough for sure. Not when you're putting them into a 35-minute game slot. That's just... Yeah. And, and him comparing himself to Dirk, you're not Dirk, my boy. Yeah, I, d- d- don't ever do that again. <laughs> not, not him. Don't ever do that shit again. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, hopefully the Mavs are aggressive with making some moves, even if it doesn't involve stars. Like, just, just, just rebuild this whole team. It, it's it's about time. We did it, so we know y'all can do it. They said they wanted. Massive roster turnover. So if I again, if Theopolis Pinson is signing a contract at 5 p.m. on July on June 22nd, taking a lunch break. Oh wait, 5 p.m. It is 5 p.m. right? I think so. Is it June 22nd? I think it's July. Right? I mean July 1st. Damn, yeah. that's a Saturday. I think. I think that's a Saturday in my head. I can look it up. Cause I I'm going to the I'm going to the uh, USA soccer game on the that Sunday. It is July first. This is Saturday. Yeah, July second. I'm going to the USA soccer game. And what day is the draft? Twenty second of June. So next Friday, next Thursday. I, mean. I would not be surprised if we did the same thing we did last time. Like do a trade the week before the draft, or like I wouldn't be surprised either. Like a week before, well, it's a week before now. Yeah, I'm just waiting for that that announcement. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me because rumors are ramping up that the Mavs want to trade the 10th pick. I think it's just smart to wait until the draft 
See if how you're going to trade a Tef pick, wait to see how one through nine plays out. See who's available at 10, because you might get a steal. If the Anthony Black, if Taylor Hendricks, if Jarris Walker. It only worked out three guys, right? Or did you not see the list? I didn't see the list, but I know they did work out Anthony Black. Now, they worked out a lot of guys. They worked out three guys that are considered for that range. Okay. It's I know crazy. Anthony Black was one of them. I thought I saw a lot of names. Black Dick and... um, Black Dick? For real? For real? All right. All right. Excuse me. Anthony Black. Grady Dick. And I'm trying to remember who the third one was. All right. I'm going to find out right now. All right, here we go. Taylor Hendricks. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, so Taylor Hendricks, Anthony Black, and Grady Dick are the only ones in that range that we've worked out. Uh, we also worked out Maxwell Lewis. Yeah, I saw that because I was happy about that. Imani That's a re- that When I see that, though, that makes me think they have an idea to trade back because Maxwell Lewis is not jumping to the tenth spot. Right, so that's that would be late first, potentially. Yeah. Uh, Imani Bates will be second round, most likely. And then everybody else that they worked out is expected not to be drafted. Yeah. Um, so. So clearly that if they do trade the 10th pick, if they get a player back, there's going to be a player in a pick. But I think it's best. I, I don't I wouldn't be surprised if a Christian Wood situation happens where we make a trade a few days or a week before the draft. Right. But I think with this draft. Because last year's draft, there was some talent, but it was like, excuse me, I'm not really expecting anybody to be at what, 20 fourth where we picked or 26 somewhere in that range yeah somewhere in that range but this year this draft has a lot of talent it's not just the top three it's like damn near the whole, like 80 percent of the first round you can find somebody it was funny because when i was doing my scouting balil cool about koulibaly was considered like a late first mm-hmm. and so that's why i had him on my list as a potential guy and then like as I put him on my list, he was my number one, actually. He was, I had him at the top of my list to draft at 27 if he was still there. Um, He's jumped up. Now people are talking about him as a lottery pick. Yeah. At least. So, like, I think the team, who's, who's whoever's in front of us is allegedly expected to pick him. Utah. Jazz. So, that wouldn't surprise me, and I, I legit think he's he's really that good. I need to start scouting some of those <laughs> earlier guys. As long as I'm disappointed, can. they haven't worked out Derek Lively at all. And they when was this posted? Give me a second. This was posted yeah yesterday, so I was gonna say it might have changed, but maybe not. Because I think you could reach like I wouldn't want them to reach at Derek Lively at ten. I would want them to trade back a few picks, but if you have to, then do it. Uh, but yeah, don't don't if you're gonna make a trade for a player like a starter or somebody that can help immediately, just wait to see who's available first. That's all I ask. I think the day that I start scouting some of those top ten p- pick potential guys is the day <laughs> we're gonna trade the pick. Yeah. Uh we'll see. All I know is this this draft and what they do with the tenth pick is either gonna enrage the fan base or have the fan base lying to themselves again. I don't know which one I'm expecting. The Hornets have worked out so many players, it's crazy. 
But we only have less than a week to go for the draft. Tomorrow will be the last day of NBA basketball until the season starts back up. So enjoy it while you can. Uh, yeah, the, the Nuggets are winning in five. That shit's over. I don't even know why. That's that's a fucking question. Um, I mean, I can never, never count, Jimmy. I am. Counting all their asses out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's all for this edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. We will catch y'all next week for the final episode of the draft. And we'll highlight y'all. Peace. Peace. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.